0: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Black Country Ramble. I, our resident Albion fan, Kiz, I'm joined by our resident Wolves fan, JB. It's been a few weeks um, interrupted by an international break and um, communication problems. And trying to schedule a podcast with two very busy men has meant that we haven't recorded for three Albion games and two two Wolves games so it does feel like quite yeah. a while ago since we last spoke but JB how are you before we get into the football? I'm good mate yeah like you say it's felt like
1: a, a long time since, since we've sat and done this I've missed it so I'm looking forward to sort of uh, getting back into it and, and, and getting into the swing of things but yeah I'm not too bad fella Not too bad Absolutely. fella.
0: Absolutely and we cannot keep the clamouring masses waiting any longer we simply had to put an episode out um tonight Absolutely. had to be done um The angry mob outside my window will probably (laughs) when the uh, intro finishes. JB, um, the trivia is on you this week. I put you on the spot last week and uh, went with an Albion-themed trivia question. Uh, Yeah. Have you gone for wolves theme this week? Yes, I have.
1: Um, I I was going to sort of Get all nitty gritty and sort of delve into my sort of nineties knowledge, but I thought no, I can't really do that. That would have been no for yeah. yeah, absolutely. That would have been more aimed towards the uh, the, the, the the massive fans we've got. Um, but no, what I'm going to do is I'm going to be a bit cheeky, really, and I suppose it comes across as a bit lazy, but I'm going to mirror your question, um, okay. but obviously from Wolves. So basically, obviously, Wolves have got a list of Premier League goal scorers, um, and I want you to try and name as many of the top ten as you can. Um, there's a few that have got the same number of goals. So the, towards the, the back end of the list, you've got three players on the same amount of goals. So sort of eight, nine, and 10, if you like, on the same amount of goals. So, what, what, What's get, that
0: if, amount? So what's... That,
1: what's that's, a that's eight. So technically it's joint eight. Technically there's three players in joint eight on eight goals. So okay. so, so if, even if you, if you get a couple that are below that, you know, sort of in the ninth or tenth position, I'll, uh, I'll definitely sort of allow, allow a point for that. So, right. yeah. So that's okay, my question. Right. So, so, so Wolves' top Premier League goals goes ideally the top 10 if you can.
0: Okay, Jimenez.
1: Correct, number one on 36. Jota. Number four on 16 goals. Neves. Yeah, number six on 12 goals.
0: This is a shocking indictment on Traore if he's not in that list. Traore. He yeah,
1: he's on the outskirts of the list. He's one of those that I'll give you a point on because he's got okay. seven. So he's sort of been in, in joint eleventh place, if you like. Right, but okay. could te- could technically sneak into joint tenth place if you if you rounded up the others, if that makes sense. Okay. So yeah, okay. so I'll give you a point on Traore.
0: Um, Matt Doherty.
1: That's a great shout. Yeah, he's he's one of the joint eighth on eight on eight on eight goals. I'm pleased with that shout,
0: no matter how many. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I don't think I'm not going to say Moutinho because he doesn't get enough goals. Um, No, correct. Who else have you got? Um, Fabio Silva doesn't score. Um, No. I mean,
1: you can think, I mean, obviously I'm supposed to give you a bit of a hint here, but the there are a couple in the list
0: from not the are,
1: team from not the current team. Yeah, correct. yeah, yeah. I'll
0: try. I'll try and come to those in a in a match. Yeah, yeah. But if I can get mm-hmm. this, this is as long as you've been in the Premier League and this is your most successful team. So I'm absolutely most Perfect. of them have to be from this era. Um, yes, man. Whereas when we did Albion's last week, there was a weird sort of some of them were from that mm, eclectic mix. Such. Yeah, it was. Yeah, but then it was a bit sort of all over the place. Um, right. So. Can you read me the ones I've got? Correct. So you've got Raul Jimenez in number one. Yeah. You've got Diogo Jota
1: in number four. She so missing second and third. Right. You've got Ruben Neves, who's number six on 12 goals. She's so missing second, third, and fifth. You're then missing number seven on the list. And then out of the three players that are joint eight, if you like, so eight, nine, ten, if you want to look at it, whichever way you want to look at it, you've got one of those, and that's Matt Doherty on eight. So there's another two players. Who are on eight goals with Matt Doherty
0: and then 11. Doherty. And, and then you've got, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's
1: actually one, two, three, four. There's four players on seven goals. Oh, right. In no, okay. no, so I
0: won't, yeah. Know. Um, but I might accidentally get some. All right, I'm going to try. You and go may, yeah, you,
1: you may well do. Yeah.
0: Or I'll go for a couple more and then we'll come back later in the pod. Um, yep. Yeah. How about Sylvan Ebanks Blake?
1: Yeah, good shot. He's number seven. He got ten goals for us okay. in the frame. yes, he's third in the list on eighteen.
0: Stephen Hunt,
1: no, no, no. Okay, right. He's... I'm going
0: to stop there and come back later.
1: Yeah, oh, I... good shot, Stephen. Hunt's on fifteen. He got six goals, so he's only he's only a goal or two outside the list. So that's yeah. not a bad show, Stephen Hunt.
0: Yeah, I'm just trying to rack my brains, but yeah, um, I think
1: I, yeah. I think I, I think I think if you you might get I think once you get one, you might. Tickle along sort Cool,
0: of thing. So, cool, 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 yeah, right, okay. Um, well, how I, you'll have to remember how many of those I've got, yeah,
1: That's
0: good start like. there. Well done, yeah, thanks, man. Um, right, JB, yeah, I want to start with Wolves, um, mm-hmm. just because I feel like we often start with Albion, um, and we will get on to Albion very soon. So, Wolves have had two games since we last spoke. Wolves have played, um, and won against Everton and then played and lost against Crystal Palace, um. Both mid-table, but I think most Wolves fans will have expected to beat Everton. Um, And I think it's fair to say Palace are upsetting a few teams this year, ruffling a few feathers. They're a lot better than people thought they would be under Vieira um, and with a young team, young, exciting team, really. Um, JB, we're 11 games in. We've just had the last international break of the year uh, and the, the only international break from now until... Um, March. March. yeah. So, yeah. We, so we've got plenty of football on the way. How are you feeling? Rather than going into individual games, um, yeah. that 10 is, this is as good as it could have gone, and zero yeah. is Bruno out. Um, yeah. yeah. Where are you on that sliding scale?
1: It's a very simple question, but it's quite a difficult one to answer for me. Um, I'd probably here on the side of maybe six and a half to seven, something on those right. lines. Why?
0: Um, Because you're ninth, like- you're ninth, you're, ninth. you're well, one, yeah, one yeah. Brighton who, who are, oh,
1: are having we, a great it, did
0: season. It, so. Are we ninth? I, th- I, th- I thought we said eighth before, was it eighth? Well, you you are, yeah, you are eighth. I, eight, eight. Yeah, that's one place because- below your best ever finish. Well, yeah. So why is it a, a tepid six and a half slash seven? I, I just
1: feel... I, I, some of the games that we've played, we've been excellent. Like the first half against Everton, we excellent. There's been some really good performances out and about. But my problem has been where when we've come up against teams that basically press high, are in your face, um, are quite strong athletes your Leeds, your Brentford, your Palaces, we've just been undone, completely undone. And we haven't had any kind of answer for that. And I, feel, I, I personally feel like eight in the league flatters us. I, I do. And I don't want that to be sort of a negative Nelly slant on things because listen, City eight in, in in the league, um, sort of mid November. Would if you'd have said would it be eighth at the beginning of the season at this point of the season, would I've took it? Course I would have, but yeah. I just feel like I feel like the, the the league table flattered us a little bit. I feel like at times even though I love listening to the way that Bruno Large talks. I love I love his kind of his communication, the way he does things. I like what he's been trying to do with us. I just feel like there's there's something missing for me. I'm, I'm a little bit indifferent about things. Sometimes, you know, obviously I noticed we weren't going to go into the games, but Palace just absolutely mullered us. And as you say, Palace are a good side. You know, the the, the, the bit of a surprise package this year. Vieira's doing a really, really good job with them. Um, but there was nothing there. Like, we didn't offer anything. It was a really, really tepid, poor, toothless performance. Um, mm. And we didn't even... What, what, what upset me a little bit was even when we knew we were being overrun, when the Palace, they were knocking on the door, they got that, got, I think Zaha scored it at about 60th minute, 65th, something like that. There's still a good half an hour on the clock. Nothing changed in the game. There weren't any really massive positive substitutions. He didn't really tweak things to try and make things were different. You know, we, we got a penalty in VAR overturned it and that took the, the wind out of our sails. Obviously, correct decision in VAR, etc. But either way, I, I just feel like I'm worried about the upcoming batch of games. We've got some real tough games coming to the festive season. In typical Wolves fashion, over the last few years, we've kind of turned it on in those kind of runner of fixtures. Actually, those runner fixtures in the past have been our sort of turning point, um, particularly under Nuno. Um, but yeah, I just feel like watching it, and, and I've 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 tried to gauge the consensus with a lot of other Wolves fans as well, just to see if it's me having too high expectations or whatever. And it is a very common theme for Wolves fans that I know personally that I see on Twitter that there's just something missing, and we're a little bit indifferent as to what what's going to go on. I had a couple of messages on my Twitter the other week, and it was from a couple of lads who who, who I know from school who were listening, um, and they both said the same thing. first of all, a great pod, keep keep doing what you're doing, and they sure. said that I hit the and they said that I hit the nail on the head when I meant, when I said something on the lines of Bruno is trying to implement his own ideas with Nuno's players, yeah. Um, and I think, and that still stands. I, I think I, I would really like to see him back in January. I'm not saying we're going to go and spend 100 million, but the need for a, a leggy midfielder who can drive us box to box and just offer something different to your Neves and Moutinho's—we're crying out for that. The an alternate to Jimenez, I still feel like we need another striker. I do. I know Huang is, is there as that alternate, but for me, if it is him, is, is Huang going to be or? Central number nine, if anything happens to him and he's out of form or picks up a niggle, I don't know. Um, we're going to be missing Bali, Soyis um, when the African Cup of Nations rolls around. I think that's
0: yeah, seven. yeah, is that
1: December, January, which worries me as a backline with Mosquera being out long term. Granted, Neto should be coming back soon, as should Johnny, but they're going to need match fitness, they're going to be rusty, they're going to need minutes. I just look at our strength in depth and look at some of our performances, and there's just something. Not quite there for me. And I can't put my finger on it, if I'm honest, kids, I-, I can't. Because it's one of those where we'll, we'll, we'll probably go and beat West Ham on Saturday. I can't see it. But I, it's it's the Wolves way to do something like that and then put in a really poor performance the week after. And I yeah. just wish we could iron out those inconsistencies. And almost, when we know we're going to come against the teams that press high, get in your face, you know, like I said, your Palace, Brentford, your Leeds, etc. We've just been mullered. We've just been mullered. Um, and to be honest with you, having one point out of those three games that I mentioned, we were lucky and that was against Leeds and we we're lucky we got the early goal. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's where I'm at with it really because I'm sorry that's a bit vague and I can't really put, put a so finger bad. on it. It, it. It's just and then, like I said the con- that is for me the consensus with a lot of Wolves fans we just we're pleased with the league position. We're pleased with the amount of points we've got on the board and the on- every other performance so every one in one and a half in three performances are good, but then there's just something not quite right. There's an element to Nuno about him with his subs sometimes as well that, that he's very late in making his subs. He's very reluctant to mix things up. Although I'm not Traore's biggest fan, but sometimes the game's crying out for just him to come on and stretch the game. He's obviously he's obviously not a fan of Traore. I can see him going in January because he just cannot get minutes no matter what at the moment. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I think I think there's work to do. And as I say, that probably, might be my guy bleeding, you're hating the table like what you're on about. Yeah. But, Watching it week in, week out, there is just something missing for me. Um, and I worry about some up against teams that maybe have got our number,
0: yeah. Okay, so I sort of agree broadly with everything you said there. Um, and I agree definitely on the, the point you brought up about Bruno having to try and play his system and implement his ideas with a squad that isn't his own. But I think there are massive positives in style of play. Um, yeah, yeah. I was going through a couple of stats earlier um, on Wolves, trying to work out if the stats can tell us what the style of play is. Um, uh-huh. Because I still do have this bugbear about Wolves, that they are wasteful. Um, yeah. and shooting doesn't mean you're the, the strongest side in the game. You can't just have 20 shots like and then, and then say, yeah. you the team. That's not how it works. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there are some things Wolves are doing really well. So nobody presses more successfully. And so let me say it again nobody presses with immediate success like Wolves do. And what I mean to say is the successful pressure percentage, this is on FB Ref, um, which is a really good stats website for in-depth stats, is saying that um, Wolves have a 31.2% success rate of winning the ball back when they apply pressure um, within five seconds. No one else is above 30.8. So Wolves are um, comfortably ahead. To put that into... Um perspective. Liverpool, who are known for their excellent um pressing and their gegen pressing, um, they're at 28.8. Um, so quite yeah, a way it's a good below, start. Yeah, quite away below Wolves. So their wolves style of play, it has changed, and I think Bruno's managed to do that quite well. Uh, they win the ball, they win the ball back, and they want to be productive with it, which I like about yeah. what Bruno's doing. Um but again, I, I I would agree. I don't think he fancies Traoré. I think you probably could do with another striker. Um, but it's nice to see Jimenez you know, turn that corner. Yeah, but it's a
1: midfield I, I think, one for me. Q. Yeah, it's I think you if you
0: don't recruit, because the style of play is, if it's going to be a, a blood and thunder, no, I mean, it's, I don't want to. It's yeah. not really yeah. because it, it seems like short, sharp bursts of pressing. Maybe that's why you've got such a high success rate of winning the ball back immediately because it's not 90 minutes of pressing. Um, it's very concentrated yeah. bursts of pressing. Um, yeah, and I also read that Wolves win the ball back a lot in their defensive third. As I mean, that's normal. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, but a lot of teams have a very high percentage of balls won back in the attacking third. Uh, Wolves don't. Wol- Wolves have something like six times the amount of one in the defensive third. Um, and now I am. Yeah. Round, but I just found it so interesting because it what they they like to win the ball back quickly and in short, sharp bursts. But as soon and as... You, you, and you can see old, that when you watch them. It, it, yeah. it is like watching a
1: different team to, to, to the last 18 months of Nuno. It really is. too fair, it's, it's like watching a different team of the whole Nuno reign, but obviously some of Nuno's particularly early days were, were fantastic, just in a different way. And it is, you know, the first half against Everton was it was glorious. It was it was easy. It was like a training game, you know, um and, and the Wolves have got the ability to do that when when they're switched on. granted Everton, you know, aren't exactly in the greatest of place at the moment. So I know I will take that with a pinch of salt. But um we are we are a very good side, you know, we've got some good players and, and the potential to do really well. I think within a couple of additions, quality additions if we can hold the line over the festive period and pick up some points in some in some really difficult fixtures with a couple of decent additions, you know, I think they could be quite a fruitful second half of the season. It just worries me when we look at times, we look a bit one dimensional in terms of the fact that, because our midfield is so similar and we haven't really got any options to tweak the midfield, to mix it up. We can be a bit one dimensional. And when teams like your Brentford's and Leeds and Palaces, who were so new, quite fresh. Leeds, you know that second half, they absolutely pummeled us. Um, we, we 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 just looked out of sorts, and we I mean, we were overrun consistently. Um, and and like I say, without going too too deep, you know, I think there needs to be uh, defensive issues needs to be resolved as well because you're missing, you know, Saïs and Bali come come either December or January, you know, that sort of leaves you Kilman Cody, and that's it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> um, you know so particularly if, if you know whether or not he's going to keep this back three long term I, I don't know because we was only the impression he wanted to go to a four whether or not he's been able to recruit the way he wanted to which has stopped him from going to the four I don't know um yeah mm-hmm. I, feel, I feel like it's quite a big window January to be honest kids it'd be interesting to see how, how uh, my if I was a betting man I, I'd be saying I think they're probably going to cash in on Traore if they can uh, and then look to redistribute those those funds you know over maybe a midfielder and a defender yeah um, with oh. Neto coming with netto coming back
0: you know yes i wouldn't i wouldn't go for a direct triore replacement because he's a, no 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 no, an no. anomaly and, and b um i'm not sure wolves need triore when they're at full strength no uh, no, they, no, they no. I, I agree with pudence trinkao netto Net. um huang all those yeah. sorts of players who can play yes. forward roles in and around Jimenez but I, I do think we have a tendency as football fans to think every window is big but as a non yeah. as someone who's not a fan of your club um, yeah I would agree I, I think it is an important window especially yeah, yeah. on um, and trying to giving Bruno the chance to implement what his style of recruitment looks like to match his style yeah that's it because if, if you if you go in to try and overhaul a style of play, you you, you do need your own players. So yeah, I mean, there's but, a lot of rumours. Let's see yeah. um, who he goes in for.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of room. I mean, the, 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 there's strong rumours from decent sources saying that they're going to go back in for the Sanchez deal, um, which broke down in the summer. There's, there's a heavy link to to Johnny van der Beek from Man United. That that's doing the rounds a, a lot. Um, but for me, I'd like to see if we're going to be lit with a decent centre-half, to be honest, because I think that's as important as a midfielder, to be honest, going into the rest of the season. But we'll see. I think a lot of it will come down to if we sell Traore and how much we get for him. Yeah, one well, of on which clubs come me, in for him.
0: Yeah, the problem for me is Traore screams last week of the window sale. There's nothing about Adama Traore and his style that is, that is about, like, I don't want to I mean, be exactly around him. Harsh. Yeah, but no, nobody's planning their their window now and thinking, let's get that Triore signature in week one or yeah. two the window. He's a kind yeah. of the player you go in for towards the end. Maybe when I don't know. Maybe I'm just being. Um, overly critical, but I, I don't think you'll sell him early in the window, which means you might be scrambling around for players unless you do what Villa did, um, not Sackness, yeah. but, um yeah. uh, replace him before he's gone, so as as Villa did. Yeah, did. yeah,
1: that's what I mean. It might well it might well be like a, a deal that's lined up, yeah. you know. Uh, teams have been sniffing around for a long time. They might they might have made a deal or you don't know. No one in good knows because Wolves are pretty good at playing the cards close to the chest in that respect.
0: So um, yeah. yeah, we'll... we'll, we'll
1: yeah, there's we'll often see.
0: surprises with your recruitment. But I do Definitely. I do think I do think I mean we've been doing this podcast for over a year now, and the amount of times we've
1: yeah.
0: you need a quality center. Well, where's Muscara? Like what? he 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 pulled his
1: Amy um against Spurs in the League Cup or snapped oh, his Amy. He was good four or five months out. I okay. don't think we've really seen him till minimum um, January, February.
0: And we've also been saying you need a um a leggy midfielder for a um, yeah. For a while, someone who I mean, oh, yeah. Connor Gallagher, we said this last year, didn't we? Why and, did we
1: not go in for him? Yeah, Why didn't He's uh, gone
0: from strength to strength. Um, yeah, yeah. The black country ramble um prophecy that was that Connor Gallagher yeah, might yeah. fit for a, uh, an energetic midfield, and he's I mean Connor Gallagher playing for England isn't something I saw coming, but fair enough. Um, yeah, 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 he played last night in the tense 10-nil win over San Marino. <laughs> Mental, uh, it man? Mental. Yeah. Poor, mental. Poor San Marino. Poor San Marino. Um, JB, unless you've got anything more to add um to your tepid 6.57 out of 10 rating. Um, move on to our. No, audience. no.
1: Let's dive up the A41.
0: Let's, let's. Um, so this is very um artificial, but I'm going to ask myself the same question now. I'm going to I'm going to think, where would I be uh, out of 10? Yeah. Um Probably play it a bit safer than you and go with a five. Um oh, okay. Yeah, okay. not. Yeah. Now I know there are Albion fans out there who are twos and threes. If I were to ask them this question, I five or six. Serious, serious. David, there's a, th- there's unrest. We'll call it. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can see it or you can hear it at the ground with the booing. Yeah. Um, yeah. You can sense the frustration. At the ground, you can also see on social media, which is never the best barometer. Um, yeah, of course, that's the standard disclaimer anytime anyone uses yeah, yeah, yeah. the source. Um, I'm no, I'm gonna go for a six. Okay, I've, I, maybe I'm, yeah, maybe I'm getting being too down on Albie. I'm gonna go for a six because there is so much positive, so many positives to take from what we've seen. I'll get the negative yeah. out of the way. So, the reason this isn't a 10. Well, the reason this isn't the nine is, yeah. um, I feel like we've compromised um, our style of play, yeah, to to solve a problem, which I think would probably have been solved anyway. If so, what I'm saying is. People started playing deep against Albion, Albion started um passing the ball a little bit more. But when Albion passed the ball a little more, little more, we lose that identity that the team was built on. Um uh so the introduction of Snodgrass, looked great against Bristol City because basically Bristol City are terrible. Um yeah, yeah. that's it. Snodgrass hasn't yeah, got yeah. hasn't got legs to play against Fulham or hasn't got the legs yeah. to play um in you know these top-level games and you know, top double championship games. And you saw yeah. that um, you know, made the mistake against Fulham, which we haven't spoken about. I'm not going to go into that. That was yeah, a, yeah, yeah. That was the weirdest three-nil loss ever. But we were beaten by the better team as well. Like they fulham deserved the three points that day. Um, so thing things I love, I, I fully bought into Valball, 100 percent bought into Valball, and I still fully believe in Valball. Um, it works, it will work at a higher level as well. Because if we turn up and we play 80% of Premier League teams, they're not gonna say yeah, we'll park the bus against West Brom. No one's going to bother parking the bus against West Brom. Um, so I feel like we would we would have success if we get up. The question is, though, because Bristol, uh, because uh, Bournemouth are running away with it, so to speak, and Fulham gave us a hide-in, um, are we going to be confined to the lottery of the playoffs? I think Bournemouth have built their foundations on sand. Um, they are nowhere... Uh, Near the numbers that Albion and Fulham are putting up in terms of um, XG at both ends of the pitch. So I expect Bournemouth to drop off, but they they, they might have enough. They've already got a nine point gap on us. So... Yeah, it's hard. It's hard yeah. to give any more than a, a five or a six when we're watching the top two drift away. However, it's hard to give less than a five when you've got a new manager in, and we Wolves have got this problem as well. You've got a new manager in who hasn't been able to buy that many players. Um, Alex Moat, the one player he did sign, you know, his leader on the pitch has been injured the last few weeks, and that's coincided with our poor runner form. Matt Clark, another signing, has been, been fantastic when he's played. Again, struggled for fitness. Um, Jason Malumbi, who I think looks brilliant, by the way, I'd love to see him and Moit together. Uh, Jason Malumbi looks great, so the recruitment isn't bad. We just haven't been able to field many of them, um, which yeah, which is frustrating. Um, what I would like to see to make that five or a six become a seven or an eight is. A striker in January, but I feel like that's that's that sort of goes without saying um, because Jordan Hugo, as I've said from the start, is stealing a living. Uh, <laughs> JB, there, big number nine, bang. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd sooner take you than Jordan Hugo. <laughs> that's saying something. That is Christ. Yeah. Um, yeah so Jordan Hugo is stealing a living. That is the kindest yeah. way I can put it to Jordan Hugo. Uh, not that he. Yeah. Sorry if you are Jordan. Yeah, um, we'll tag he's on Twitter. We'll tag him Yeah, no, we won't. We don't, we don't, <laughs> don't need to be We might rile him up like uh, the athletic Carmel <laughs> Pereira up last year, and he'll be saying, so Yeah, yeah, with Harry Maguire which,
1: um, <laughs> with a Black Country Ramble t shirt under his under his
0: strip. He put it. it over his head. It's there doing this yeah. to us. <laughs> Free promo. Yeah, you know what, man? I know, maybe yeah. we should start. I know, yeah. Fugle. Yeah, that's <laughs> <it>. anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll get plotting that. Uh, yes, yeah, so I, I would like a striker in January, but I'd also like to see us go back to what was working um, against Fulham, a team who did not want to sit back against us. We didn't play ball, and that was the frustrating thing. First minute against Swansea. Um, a game we lost. First against Swansea, we, we were on the front foot pressing and we won the ball back twice and scored a goal because we won the ball back so high up. It was brilliant. That's foul ball in, you know, in perfect working order. Then against Fulham, we tried to play football. Why are we playing football? Why would, would Valerian Ismas Barnsley have turned up to Craven Cottage to done that? No way. Like, there's not a chance. And everything that is good about Albion or was good about Albion in the first seven or eight games, has disappeared. And I think we, we need a plan B. We don't need to change plan A. I, I think plan, e, plan B could maybe be a switch in formation, um, a, a change of impetus, slightly change the personnel. That's fine. Look, you know, we're missing a Remain Sawyer sometimes for a plan B. Um, Love you, Remain, um, if you're listening. Uh, I, but I don't think there's anything wrong with plan A. Plan A, when done right, uh, is perfect it's absolutely perfect. Um, the, you, you know, It's an it's a often quoted uh, thing Jürgen Klopp said when he was at Dortmund. He said, "There's no there was no player as good as a counter-attacking situation. That's often misquoted as there's no player as good as a press." That doesn't make sense. So there's no player oh. as good as a counter-attacking situation, which is why the press works so well. You win the ball straight away because there's no player as good as a counter-attacking situation. That's why we sold Mateus Pereira. Uh, well, no, we wanted to go, and also, um, you know, the theory is if you, if, you know, if you change the system so that you're always in these good situations, you don't need that sparkling number ten. Um, but we could do with Mateus Pereira or Romain Sawyer's right now, I think, for a Plan B. Um, so yeah, Plan A is fine. Plan A works. Plan A works against the top teams, I'd say, um, and then we need a Plan B, which is not going to be give the ball to Robert Snodgrass. Um, I think we need a different formation. I think maybe a 4 3 3 or a 4 2 3 1 or anything. I know Val Ball works best with a 3 4 3 and the wing backs, uh, maybe a 3 5 2. I don't know, but I, I can't understand why we are not having two distinct plans. It's like we've diluted plan A rather than go for a plan B. That's what I'm trying to get at JB. Rather yeah, than yeah. rather than actually change things, rip up plan A, not rip up plan A, because it works fine, but rather than you know start a new plan, they've just sort of gone, oh, here's here are our principles we won't abandon. What can we change? But the problem is everybody knows we're playing three-four-three. Three. Everybody knows um, that when Alex Mowat doesn't play, we haven't got the pressure in midfield. Everybody knows that we're struggling for an actual number nine. So if you mark the other two forwards out of the game, we're going to struggle. Um, everyone knows we're dangerous from set pieces. There are things which almost do the homework for our opponents. So I would like to see a total switch... Not not even from the start of games, just a plan B, which is distinct from plan A, a different formation, different personnel, whatever it might be, something that is going to throw teams off the scent, if you get what I mean, JB. Yeah, it's yeah, sure, too sure. Easy. It's too easy for some teams to just come and sit back. Having said that, um, we have been good against um, Hull and we have been good against Bristol City and we were able to break them down playing a bit more football. But I would like... Full, unadulterated, pure Val ball. And then yeah. for, for you know, the, the tougher games where teams aren't going to sit back. And then I would like a proper plan B, not not ball with with, with tweaks. I would like a proper plan B. And you can keep some of the principles, but change the formation. You do not need to be playing 3-4-3, three, three, um, you know, and having a midfield two if, if, if you're going to try and dominate the play. Yeah. You need three it, midfielders in, in yeah, mind.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's a funny one for me, because obviously oh, yeah. I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't seen a, a huge amount of RB myself this year. Obviously I've seen certain games things like that. So a lot of it, I'm, I'm line on your input and,
0: you know, highlights. And Which is incredibly on unreliable, because either I'm at the game um, emotionally yeah. invested, or I'm at home yeah. emotionally invested. Yeah,
1: but I think it, I think it's quite easy to sort of like, you know, cast, cast, cast judgment on things. But for me, look, looking in, you've had some sort of standout results this year. You know, you your you Sheffield United four 0 your Cardiff four Um I think was there another one you give another team it's a chance, you or, or are they too? Man, Bristol City, obviously, yes, they were very yeah, poor. City
0: was uh, um, I don't know. I think that's probably it's so the four. against yeah, Sheffield United was probably the best performance, yeah. all round. But we, we then we had good, uh, we had really good performances in games like. Um The Blackburn game that was only two one and the Luton yeah game, you've got two consolation goals yeah, in, the so. two
1: constellations I mean but the way that I look at it and I see sometimes the only thing that kind of catches my eye and I think not worries me because obviously I think you're going to be you know you're going to be in the top six comfortably
0: yeah yeah you know, that
1: that, that, that yeah. that's not in question but I look at like when teams I mean I'm I'm just top of my head and I've, I've got your results so you know. The Peterborough game when you struggle, you know, yeah. drawing at home to Millwall and Derby, Preston. Um, obviously, you know, you last-minute winner against against QPR. Obviously, Stoke outclassed you. You know, you, you, you scrolls past Birmingham. Swansea beat you. You beat a, a poor Bristol City side. Yeah, you did, to be fair. You put on the show and, and trounced them. Fulham did a number on you. I'm not quite sure how you played against Hull, but I know you, you squeezed a 1-0. Was that Carlin Grant again, was it, I think? No, was it Diangana?
0: Uh no, that one, was, that one was was it, a was, was it car yeah. car Then
1: obviously, you know, Warner comes up in his last game and and, and, and sort of you know puts a kibosh on you. And I, I just look and I think for me from an outer looking in, it, you've got the potential to do those four-nil, three nil demolition jobs. But when you're coming up against either one of the better sides, or teams you've got a bit about them who are managed by you, sort of, you know, your Wilders, your Warnocks or whatever. they seem to be able to sort of like get 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 Val's number a little bit, and you seem to struggle to get past them. Um, that might just be, that's me just looking from the outside in, if you like. Um, whereas at the moment, Fulham and, and Bournemouth seem to be ticking along nice and getting results each week when they need to. I mean, for me, this weekend's a really quite a big weekend for Arabin because you've got a, a difficult game up in against Huddersfield. We're one of those teams that are there or thereabouts and they can pick up points against teams. Because I look at Fulham and... and I, I, nothing to give obviously, but I look at Fulham and Bournemouth's uh, fixtures and you'd think they'd be two given three points each. I think one of, I think Fulham have got Bert Barnsley at home and I think uh, Bournemouth have got Derby. So you'd imagine they'd be picking up three points, imagine, on the assumption of... So if you were to, to either not get the three points against Huddersfield, that potentially takes them sort of 11-12 points clear, 9-10 slash points clear, respectively. And that, no matter what stage of season, is a real big gap to turn around. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I feel like it's quite quite an important weekend, you know, not, not not season-defining. But, yeah, I think there's something there at the moment where it shocks me, to be honest. I like to say, I, I have to rely a lot on, on listening to you and, and seeing things on the TV and reading things. But, I don't think the the whole Val ball, ball thing and the whole Ishmael thing is probably gone as maybe people thought it would have. I mean, for me, quick question, just top of my head, based on you know what you've seen, what you saw at the beginning of the season, his communication, you know, everything that you've been very, very pro Valerian Ishmael, haven't you? Let's be honest, you've been very pro yeah, Ishmael, yeah, yeah, very, sure. very pro Ishmael. W- w- right, right this second, right now. W- w- with the squad you've got, the team you've got, the players you've got, Ishmael or Bilic?
0: Um, Ishmael. Still go Ishmael, yeah. I would go Ishmael, but that's a great question. So I, I'd have gone Bilic if he didn't have the Albion Premier League season on his CV. That, he, yeah. He, he, was a, he was gone. Um, yeah. He was totally let down. Um I say totally let down with the recruitment, he probably let himself down with the recruitment, Bilic as well. Yeah. Um, no, I, I like that Ishmael has this distinct distinct style of play and he has a vision. Yeah. And I want to see that come to fruition over the next few years. Here's um, a question.
1: Here's, here's a I'm, I'm just, I'm just popping now. <laughs> if, the ne- if the next few months, let's say the festive period, don't go the way they should. You don't pick up results as you should be. Um, you fall further and further away. This is obviously a massive hypothetical. Um, and you get to the new year and... and automatics out the question and you're sort of you know sloping towards fifth and sixth and that sort of area did would you see would you would you want to see a change would you mm. would you want him to see it out
0: um I no way because yeah. I think Albion fans are just based on you hearing you say enjoyable. that some Albion fans are like yeah, ha- two yeah. so, threes but yeah so it, it's a mm, it's about context. So Albion fans do not know what it's like to come down and stay down. We, we It just doesn't happen to us. Yeah, yeah. It, and we are spoiled in that respect. Sheffield United came down with us after being a better Premier League team than us. Um, the, yeah. You know, finishing the top half the year before we came up. Um, they're nowhere. Yeah. You know, you can appoint a new manager um, in the Champions League yeah, quite- and, and it totally goes... I
1: really, thought, I really thought, I really thought that. Once I got that win, I really thought Sheffield United would kick on and actually mount a bit of a, a bit of a charge, which was uh, a little yeah. bit da- da- daft of me. I think Middlesbrough yeah. got more chance of a charge now, appointing Wilder than what Sheffield United had yeah. to be honest. Uh, and that, that's but, um,
0: by the way, there's no way Middlesbrough would have beaten us if it wasn't Neil Warnock's last game. Yeah, no, they didn't chance. beat you, did you? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it felt like
1: yeah, you yeah. wouldn't have got the point you mean. Yeah. Um,
0: anyway, yeah. It's, it's, the, yeah, it's, yeah it's, so I, I wouldn't see Ishmael gone this season. Yeah. At point, unless unless we drop out of the top six and we're sort of eighth, ninth, tenth, because then. Does it, yeah. Does it yeah, worry that the teams below gone. you are
1: closing the gap in terms of like your commentary, Stokes, et cetera, within a few points of you? Is that a worry yet? Or do you feel like you're looking over your shoulder rather than looking towards the Fulhams and Bournemouths now? Uh, just generally, I, I
0: looked at Coventry's points total for the first time because Coventry yeah. are within a good weekend of getting us. Um, yeah. but no, I, I I don't think QPR have enough to to sustain a yeah, and, and matches. I, I, I said that about Coventry in August, in not <laughs> Yeah, and yeah still, uh, I, I I don't think Coventry do either. I, I think it'd be yeah. a big game when we play Coventry on the fourth uh, sure. of December. That should be. Oh, that'd be day. good. Yeah, that'd be yeah, nice. A good away day. We've got a huge allocation four thousand five hundred. Um, yeah, I think it's on sale for season two goals tomorrow so I'll need to get that
1: okay de- I decent. Um, I imagine I'll imagine be on the box as well so I reckon that might get moved are they, are they only done the December, December TV I yeah, would have done the I'm December not, TV yeah I'm
0: not sure if it is on TV or not but yeah I, I'll be oh, okay. there regardless no um, no, 100%, 100%. Um, yeah no I'm not looking. no I, I don't expect us to drop out of the top six I mean we've got a yeah. four point cushion on sorry six point cushion on Blackburn who are in seven, yeah um we i i just expect us to keep ticking over if sure. we get a good run of form i think our style of play is irresistible it's 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 too good to to stop it's a bit of a wrecking ball um, yeah I just, i've just i've just I think it's i've just looked to at your ne- go on
1: yeah i've just looked at your next next four fixtures and i think if you can get through them with a decent points tally i looked at your festive fixtures and i think your festive fixtures should be nailed on points, really. I think you've got. I think. I think you've got a, you, a favourable run over the festive period going into the new year. Yeah, we've got
0: um, over the festive period. We've got Barnsley, Derby, Preston, Cardiff. So yeah,
1: yeah. You'd be looking at. You'd be hoping for three out of four wins. Yeah, you, you, you're hoping nine min, minimum. There really? Oh, you. minimum. Yeah. So I think if you can get a, a favourable point points haul uh, over Huddersfield, Blackpool. Forest and then I think it's Cov isn't it? it, it, is cov- t- it
0: but it is cov and It is on TV, by the way. I've just double-checked. Yeah, yeah. Those next three are in the next week. So, sorry, are within a week of each other. We play Saturday, Tuesday, Friday. So that's oh wow, bang,
1: bang bang bang, yeah.
0: yeah, bang bang bang. And even if Mo it's back for the first one, I doubt Mo will play all three. And as of, you know, a that. And I feel like we, we are going around in circles on our board. Yeah, you know, and, I, you know, the Wolves fans are probably uh, switching off now. But, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, we'll see how we get on. Um, I am away up to Huddersfield when uh, well, I'm going up Friday night and uh, going to the game Saturday, which should be good. Albion fans, good. if you're going, give me a shout because I'm in the away end on my own for the first time. Um, <laughs> I'm actually going with the Huddersfield fan and he's in the home end. So I wasn't going to sit in the home end. Uh, so, Albion <laughs> fans, if, you, if you're heading up, give me a shout um, and if you fancy a pint. Um, JB, you have yes. could be a trivia question to return to. Can you remind me what it was and remind me which ones I've got?
1: Okay, mate. So, obviously, uh, moving your question from um, from last year, from last year, so from the la- last pod. So, can you name Wolves' top 10 Premier League scorers? Um, you have picked out, obviously, there's a few joint ones towards the end, so there's a little bit of leeway towards the end. So, so far, you've got number one, Raul Jimenez, number three, Kevin Doyle, number four, Diogo Jota, Number six, Ruben Neves. Number seven, Sylvain ebanks blake Joint number eight, Matt Doherty. And you also picked on Traore, who is technically joint 11th, if you look at it that way. Right, mate. So that's where you're at with it, mate.
0: Right, I think Neto, he came up in one of our discussions and I thought it has to be on the list.
1: Yeah, he's joint eighth on eight, got eight goals as well alongside Matt Doherty.
0: Um, Jamie O'Hara?
1: no. No, Uh, he's on on our all-time list, if you like. He's joint 16 for five goals.
0: He's terrible. Like, what? Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) That's (laughs) not
1: true, Jamie (laughs) O'Hara. Yeah.
0: Ooh, are there any? uh, Are they all... Kevin Doyle. Did Kevin Doyle play for you in the Premier League? He did. You've got Doyle, yes. Yes, good. I've got Doyle. Oh yeah, you've got uh, Doyle. You've said you've said Doyle. You've got Doyle. Yeah. Uh, what about Robbie? So you mi- so did Robbie Keane play for you in the Premier?
1: League? No, no, no. So you're missing our second high scorer um, in the Prem. I can give you a clue. He played in the same side as Kevin Doyle. Um, and you're missing our fifth high scorer, who again he played in the same side as Kevin Doyle. All
0: right, so it's that that team. So. Who's So, so who's in the Wolves team. So, so, so in the top ten. Kobe. Um, God, I can't remember anyone. Uh, yeah, it's, Roger Johnson was there or thereabouts. You will, you will, you'll hundred percent know who is number
1: second in the list. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Hundred percent. Sure I know the names. We used to yeah. play Wolves loads in those days. Um, mm-hmm. but, um, so played under Mick McCarthy.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, Stephen Fletcher.
1: Yeah, you've got it mate. He's number 2 on 22 goals. Um, so
0: there's was thinking, one more i was thinking about the games that Wolves and Albion played Stephen Fletcher got a goal yeah. him, didn't he? So it in in the in the top 10 list if you like
1: and including the the joint eight, which takes us to 8 9 10 the, the Doherty and Neto. You've got one more from this current side and you've got one more from the Mick McCarthy era and then, you, then you've completed the top 10. So you've got you've got two more to
0: go. One more from the current side. I think still at Wolves now. Correct. Ooh. I mean, Huang will be there in a month's time, but it. He, he won't be. Yeah, he won't be long. Hopefully. Ooh, I don't know. This is tough.
1: Um... Yeah, it's got one more from the current side. One more from the McCarthy side.
0: What position for the one for the current side? Centre back. Oh, um,
1: Dendonka? No. no, he he he's got okay. seven goals. He's he's on okay. the joint eleventh okay, list. Okay. So, Ace. Yes, Ace. Yeah, you've got that one.
0: Ingestive? So you've
1: got so you've got nine out of the ten. You've got one more from the Mick McCarthy era, and he was. Um, I'll just say, um, if, if I say his actual position, no, I think you'll get it straight away. He wasn't a striker. That's what I'll say. He wasn't a striker. He
0: wasn't a striker. Yeah, um, oh, Matt Jarvis, Cl-
1: you've got it, mate. Yeah, spot on. 15 oh. goals,
0: good return. Though, was that was
1: actually, de- 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 but, but to be fair, he played, got his, got his move to West Ham and stuff, and played in for West Ham. I know he's in the Prem, actually. So, yeah, 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 he had a good career, to be fair. Matt Jarvis did so. Yeah, well done, mate. Yeah, polished yeah all nah, off.
0: Hell,
1: that below, below all more? of those, you had Jody Craddock, was also on seven goals alongside Dan Donker, Traore. Do you remember Army Kamara, who played for yeah, us in the Dave yeah, Jones? Do, yeah. Do, yeah. And then below that, you've got Stephen Hunt on six goals, Willie Bolly on five. Do you remember Carl Court, striker?
0: No. Played, Lock, for, played for
1: Newcastle and Wimbledon? No. Carl okay. Court got five for us. Dave Edwards, five. Jamie O'Hara, five. And Alex Ray? You should know Alex Ray.
0: Yeah, I do know Alex Ray. Yeah, Alex Ray,
1: yeah. And that completes, uh, well, up to 16th, really, mate. So, yeah, well done.
0: Good attempt. Thank you yeah. very much. That was fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I was better at that than I thought I was going to be. But then, I, yeah, uh, yeah. Was a we worse. haven't had that many Premier League scorers, mate. To be fair. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. We uh, yeah. we spent about three times the amount of time that you have. worried yeah. about a few <laughs> goals <sort> of, <laughs> of our highest had last week. Um, yeah. Right, JB. We did briefly yes. touch on it earlier. Um, for yeah. West Ham this weekend. How do you see it going? And give me a score prediction.
1: Yeah, I'll keep it nice and brief, mate. It's definitely a head and heart one. This one is um, um, the head. The head says West Ham. will have far too much force. They've been outstanding so far this year. Um, they've got all the kind of players which which, which causes trouble. Yeah, Mikhail Antonio. Um, you know the midfield Declan Rice, Suech. The very very good side this uh, so far. Uh, this year West Ham have been has really got them ticking. they very well-deserved. So I think they're sitting from third, are they? Yeah. And um, have got a great result against Liverpool. More than deserved. It wasn't in the fluke. and more than deserved it. So my, my head says, I think West Ham will have too much, to be honest with you. My heart, obviously, will always try and back walls because okay. you don't, you don't want to predict, you don't want to predict your own team losing, do you? Um, but I want to try and be sensible on this pod and try, try and call it for what it is. Um, as much as I'd like us to get, I would I would take if you said you'll get a point now, I'll, I'll take it happily. Um, but I just think they'll have a little bit too much. They're to riding high. Um, they've had a, a break to sort of refresh themselves. I think I think they'll come back stronger. Actually, West Ham will have to the international break. And I just think they'll have too much for us. Um, so I'll, unfortunately I'm 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 I am i am i am do not like doing this. But I'm going I'm gonna go 2-0, 2-0 West Ham. I, I just I just think that'll be a bit too bit too strong for us.
0: Um, yeah, I, I echo that really. I I do think that they they are going to have too much, and I think a lot of West Ham strengths do play into Wolves' weaknesses. They're going to have yeah. runners in midfield. They, they have got yeah. a, a centre back who will bully defenders, and it's those kind of things that Wolves can be susceptible to. They're,
1: they're, yeah, they're exactly the side that we don't want to be playing right now. That yeah. sort of thing. So yeah, yeah, I, I'm so, going
0: to go. I'm going to go two, one, two, one. Okay. Um, Jimenez to get on the score sheet again because he's really turned a corner for my fantasy football team, which is nice. Yeah, uh, yeah. He used to have a no-wolves players policy, um, <laughs> but then they got quite good. And then... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I kind of blame you doing that back in the day,
1: mate, but we'd be unfortunate to, to, to yeah, take that, that exactly. sort of uh, opinion now, yeah.
0: I know. Um, yeah, I, I, I fancy West Ham 2-1. Um, right up to Huddersfield on Yorkshire afternoon up yeah up north um we are playing a three o'clock kickoff which is lovely because I feel like we have had about three of those this season um I fancy Albion uh, I think Alex mower will be back uh, I fancy Carlin Grant to put in a good performance first time back at Huddersfield. Um, Huddersfield are a good side and I do like what Carlos Corboran's doing but I think um, even if they sit back and defend uh, militantly, I think we will have um, slightly too much for them. Uh, I'm hoping for a really good away day and a 2-0 Albion win JB, yeah. how do you see it going? Again, I say it quite a
1: lot these days, don't I? Um, I feel like it's one of those games where it could literally go either way. I could predict any of the three potential results, and, and I think that, would, that I reckon the money would be pretty tight on all three of them. Um, I think it really depends on which Alvin turn up on the day, to be honest with you. I, th- I think depending on which Alvin turn up on the day will dictate the, the, the way the game goes. I just think the way Colin Grant's been playing, the goals he's been getting in recent weeks, it's it sort of set up for him to go up there and, 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 and nab nab the winner. Um, I, I just think they'd sort of set up for that and I think Huddersfield are a decent side I, I, I can't see Albion running if they do get the result I can't see being like a 2 or 3 nil. I think Huddersfield will keep them. I did watch Huddersfield against Stoker in the season I try and keep an eye on Huddersfield results because a, a colleague of mine is, is a supporter Um and what have you. So I was keeping on that. They do seem to do quite well. They don't often have poor, poor results. said, so they're there about in the playoffs. You know, in the, in the, well, are they about seventh? Are they in the playoffs? Yeah, they're, they're pretty
0: th- close anyway, aren't they're they? Sitting eight. A win, a win would take them into the top six. Um, But yeah. they've been mixed recently. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's it. So
1: I'm, I'm going to go uh, 1-0 Albion um, and Colin Grant to, to score. That, that's going to be my,
0: my prediction. Cool. I like it, JB. Um, Little bit whistle stop towards the end, um, but you know, we, we can't tell the future. I feel like we, we spend ages sometimes previewing a game <laughs> and then the opposite can happen. Um yes. but yeah, I, I think I think Albion will win and I think wolves will lose. However, um it wouldn't surprise me if neither of those things happen because um I feel like Albion and Wolves are suffering from Big bouts of inconsistency this season. Uh, but that's what oh, no, that's to be expected when we've got a new manager in. Uh JB, is there anything you'd like to add before we wrap up?
1: Yeah, mate. Um just been good, good game back in the saddle. Enjoyed Absolutely, it. Absolutely, yeah. Fingers
0: crossed webs <laughs> off.
1: Fingers crossed, we'll be back this time next week and positive results for the Wanderers but We'll see, mate. See see what the weekend brings I agree
0: on about half of that. Uh, I would like to be back here next week uh, without... Um, Without the positive, yeah. Yeah. I get that.
1: I'd love Huddersfield to to
0: smash you, to be honest with you, mate. But it is what it is, so... (laughs) Come on, you ironed. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Uh, Do check us out on um, Twitter. We are at BCR. Pod. We ran a poll last time. Of who would you rather have um in their prime in your 11? Would it be Steve Bull or would it be Cyril Regis? And it was overwhelmingly Cyril Regis. So maybe that's because it reached more Albion fans, or maybe that's because it reached the sensible Wolves fans that know that Steve Bull was a cart horse who played lower league football and Cyril Regis was um an Adonis who great. The highest level. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Black Country Ramble. JB's face. (laughs) Thank you very much. I'll catch you next week, JB. (laughs)